Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings. This is Mama Seven, and I am so happy to be here on the radio. People's Black Panther Party, we are gathered. <laughs> we are gathered here today. We're going to be working with um, Mama Makita in just a second, speaking about some of the challenges that are presented in our community. In uh, all of this sparked from a class we were holding where we were speaking about, you know, as black nationalists, how, what are the challenges that we're seeing in our community and what are some of the solutions? We've had this conversation a couple different ways um, in the past, but this one, after holding this class, I was like, okay, Let's slow this thing down. Let let's work with it a little bit more. Let's let's make it personal because we had there were quite a few things even that I hadn't initially thought about when it comes to challenges and barriers that exist in our community. So I want to bring Mama Makita on the line. Let's see if I can grab her. Greetings, welcome to the show. Love and light, family. Love and light. How are you, my dear? I am working it out, okay? <laughs> I'm working it out. I uh, I make no promises on the day, for real, okay? <laughs> I make no promise. It has been that day. And it's a good day to talk about challenges, honestly. It's a good day for mm-hmm. me to, to really go through and define some of the problems and that helps us to better focus on the solutions. I mean, without clearly understanding where the problem lies, I have no idea how we can come up with a solution for it. So, you know, I'm so glad that you are on this journey with me, and, and I got my sounding board because some of these challenges make you want to hurt somebody, okay? So. <laughs> that was so some of these challenges make you want to strangle somebody, okay? So I'm so glad to, um, you know, ha- have that opportunity, have that sounding board, and, and be able to talk me down off the ledge or at least get me to hang hang my machete back up for a minute. So, yeah. How's your week been? It's been quite interesting. And, of course, it's filled with challenges. Just when we had that class, it was just so interesting because so many things came to light for a lot of people. Yes. And sometimes there are challenges that are sitting right in front of your face. But because you don't acknowledge mm-hmm. the fact that it is a challenge, then it will stay right there mm-hmm. and, sit and look at you, yeah. and nothing yeah. can never be resolved. So I'm glad that we're having this open communication so that these things can be resolved. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one thing about Big Mamas, they don't hesitate to let you know what is going on, (laughs) what is good, what is not good. And so, you know, I give thanks for that because it it helps you through. It really, really does. It helps you to understand, okay, you on the right path or you are on the wrong path, you know, They'll help you understand when you're taking it personal. You know, maybe yeah. you need to step back for a second. You're taking it personal. And um, mm-hmm. 
you know, and really sometimes not just when you need to step back, also when you need to step forward, like you're not doing enough. Like you, you need to really kind of make your mark there. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, that that's Big Mama's job. She got to do that. So we, we have to – we are all here in support of that energy because um, the energy is – Solution oriented at nature, in nature. You know, we're here to help solve problems or possibly bring it a different light. There's this times where like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I got that, you know, or I don't got that. You know, we, we have to really get to the point where we're listening and um, we're being obedient in the middle of that. Some people have become so comfortable with complaining about the problem that the solution can be two inches away from their entire body, and they still yeah. go over there because they have decided that complaining is the best thing. And uh, yeah, um, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, You're utilizing my yeah. good brain cells on foolishness. Yeah. So if you're not working towards a solution be it within the problem or outside the problem, whatever, just make sure there's some type of goal, you know. Yeah. We discussed this plenty of times. If everyone's going to the store, whether you walk in a bike or by car, if we all go in the same direction, movement is still movement. But when you turn around and you just stand still and you grow roots in that one area and nothing is producing from the roots, you know, you're wasting time. So we'll be able to talk about that being a a challenge as far as the stagnation of people. And that could be Mm. from spirituality to every other component of their life. So if stagnation is your new friend, then uh, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And, you know, you're talking about, you're talking about the why of the challenges. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, how did this get to be a challenge? Or why mm-hmm. is this still a challenge? You know what I'm saying? And, and that that's pretty heavy, sis, because we're, we're, we're moving even into a deeper understanding of where we were in class. Why mm-hmm. is this still a challenge? Mm-hmm. And we have to. We have Everybody to have knows that new pen and paper. <laughs> Break it out, break it out. We have to um, have right, these I, tough conversations. Right, right, right. This you know, and I was it, just saying, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Good. Even with relationships, you know, they've heard mm-hmm. you say a thousand plus times, it's the black family. Once we get it together Yo, there, yes. you can see so much more happen. And yes. every author yes. knew the importance of having this queen. Period. There was like no yeah. in between. You know, whether there were indiscretions during their union or not, a man and a woman have a special understanding. Y'all work that out the best way you can, but they understood the importance yeah. of keeping the family unit together. Oh, yeah. And in oh, doing yeah. so, that's where you saw the power couples. That's <laughs> you know, right. That's where you saw the teamwork. And you saw the couples doing things together and the family doing things together and it motivated uh and encouraged and inspired other people to do the same. And for us, one of the challenges is, you know, when we don't have that union secured, when we're playing house, 
instead of building a house. Mm. The foundation is all shaken up. You 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 think you're doing something with this old lopsided house built on quicksand. If you don't sit down, <laughs> you know, because we will tell you, sit down somewhere, you know. But if you're build, building it on true foundation, uh, there's so much that that foundation will be able to hold, to withstand, yes. to build upon. Um, and for a lot of us, that's just like a major challenge. You know, what about this? Yeah. What happens when you have this perceived power couple? And I'm going to say perceived because sometimes, you know, some people get all the milk without ever buying the cow, but we ain't going to say that out uh-huh. loud. Uh-huh. Just in case somebody was listening, uh-huh. you know who you are, uh-huh. and I'm not stepping on your toes too much, but you're out here giving out all the milk and no one uh-huh. has done their to purchase. And then the illusion is you're rocking this way, you're rocking that way. And then what happens when that falls apart? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happens when well, there's I'm, a separation? Are you still able I'm, I'm to coexist right and work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck on that. Good luck on that. I'm sitting mm-hmm. here because you said it, but you said it fast. We're going to have to go back on this one. You said it. Power couple versus the superstar. Back in the day, the power couple was the couple. Even on TV, it was it was the Huxtables. You know what I'm saying? And it looked like both of them brought things to the table. To the table, each one had their own little thing, but they brought it to the table as a as a collective. You know what I'm saying? Um, all of the Family Matters, all of those shows showed a strong male and strong female um, counterpart. And um, and I'm not just talking, you know, even like the, the music industry, the duets were men and mm-hmm. women. But if, if it wasn't the Temptations, it wasn't, if it wasn't a group of men, it was that man and woman that was really doing the duets together, you know. And so I remember in my eyes there always being the couple, the two. And now um, really it seems almost – mm, now there's more of a focus on the individual, you know, and it's almost like um, they tell them, Oh, you can't have a wife and be a sex symbol or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, they they would rather push to have uh, like Idris single than to push Denzel and his very married self. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it almost seems as if the say it again. <laughs> you you said Idris? Wait a minute, he's married I, I now. He, he learned the importance of a wife. But they're not <laughs> pushing him. You see what I'm saying? I mean, uh-huh. for, we can look at LL. For the longest time, L's been married, but they didn't uh-huh. push that aspect of him. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They they kept that very Ice quiet. And, and I'll say it again. Ice Cube. I was saying Ice Cube. Yes. A lot of the powerhouses in certain industries, yes. they, you know, yeah, you sit here and have this indiscretion if you want to. But who has the um, the combo to the safe? That's right. That's so right. If you're not trusting so, someone on that level. Come right. on now. 
So they're not pushing the black family. They're not pushing the couples. They're, that's not what we're seeing. You know what I'm saying? And what we're seeing is a bunch of individual, uh, individual uh, superstar type of ideas. And I'm like, that's so not the answer, though. Like you said, who is at home watching the tape while you out traveling, doing whatever you need to do? And so, you know, mm-hmm. that we've moved from the idea of the power being in two rather than now everything's focused on the one and the individual. And um, and I think that really, really, you know, my, my thing is the black family. I, I, I swear by it. I think that's the solution to all the worries and ills. But we have to get out of the whole superstar look and start moving into the black family. Where are we doing in the black family? And then, look, we can talk about from there <laughs> what's creating challenges in the black family, okay? Why aren't people doing the power couple thing? And this, Lord knows, this is a collective conversation right here. You know, <laughs> you're talking to two big mamas on the phone, but we would love to hear other perspectives as to how and why um, the, the power couple has been phased out. You know, one thing that I would like to add into it, I know that creates a problem, is the whole mass incarceration. Um, within our community, we have gone through a horrendous intentional um, incarceration epidemic, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like, you know, on one hand, we uh, were freed from uh, slavery, but they just transferred that need for labor into the prison system, and they've been pumping that prison system. You know, the prison system creates jobs. Um, The prison system has its, you know, once, even after you have done your time, um, there's still challenges in you coming out and getting a job. There's challenges in having these people in your business. So, you know, one of the problems that the black family has is this incarceration piece. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have to respect that, 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 that yeah, a lot of women won't will stand by. Huh? Yeah. I you have some sisters that will stand, stand by, by in him. that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have There's some, some that won't on. Date, uh, <laughs> they won't pay the brother. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to date a brother that's been inside or they're scared, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and so this is doing more to create confusion in our community, you know, because these, you know, these brothers and now sisters, Women becoming a large part of this prison population. They need some place to stay. They need some place to go. They need resources. They need they need just like everybody else needs. So when you're talking about challenges to the community and challenges to the black family, I, that incarceration rate is a big deal. That's true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What's another biggie to you? I mean, that was one I, that I know that I've experienced to being a problem. What's a, another big challenge for you? 
it's just a society's illusion that sisters don't need the brothers. The illusion because um, there's such a difference when it comes to educational levels that we don't want a good brother just because we're operating on two different possibly socioeconomic statuses. That's the biggest okay. crock and crock on the face of this earth because <laughs> you just said three things at once, okay? <laughs> yeah, you see, I gotta give it to you in bundles because you know how it comes. Boom, boom, okay, you know, I gotta give it to you in bundles. So the disparity when it comes to education, academics, um, socioeconomic status, and just society wants to give off that illusion that we don't love our men, and that's bull yeah. crap because we do. We don't I've love heard that. Bull crap. <laughs> but we love the brother. Uh huh. Love the brother. I've heard and seen a lot of that. I call it the kings versus the queens. You know why and the, how did this happen? You know I I don't really understand how we became. You know, as as black people, how did we become against each other? I don't understand that. You know, I don't understand. You know, I I see it, you know, actually I see it a lot. I see it more in the movement than anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Where they're like, oh, you know, the the kings don't support the queens and, you know, the queens shouldn't be on the front line. And, you know, I've heard so many, oh, yeah, yes, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Well, you and I didn't go to the front it, line, I mean, like. Man, sit down somewhere. We ain't gonna go there. Never mind. I'm not even gonna waste my energy, my breath on that because we're always doing something. Look, whether it just depends on what you call the front line. Now, if you're talking about you know holding guns and stuff like that, a lot of demonstrations. I'm seeing a lot of women up there, so I'm kind of like, uh, you know. The burglar coming through the door, you got a problem, you know, I don't think you're going to care if it's a woman or a man. You're just going to care if they're on your team, you know. So I don't necessarily have a problem for it with women that want to be on the front line, you know. I have a problem when you have to be on the front line because the men don't, you know what I'm saying. That That's kind of where my little thing comes in, but mm-mm. Now, if you want to get out there and, 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 and rough it off, go ahead and knock yourself out. But I've heard a lot of women talk about uh, the men not feeling supported by the men. I've heard a lot of women talk about not feeling protected. And so it becomes, you know, like how can we help this situation? How do we get them, you know, how do we get both sides to kind of see um, there's value and there's appreciation for both? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, you, you just dropped some bundles just now. Because you spoke about the sisters not feeling protected. Yeah. Now, even though a lot of yeah. us come with that word energy, you bring it, you're going to get it, period. We may not start nothing, but you're going to get it. And there are times that we don't feel protected by our men. And then there are times that that's physical protection is the only protection we feel. But what happens when it comes to that emotional protection, that sexual mm. protection, that oh, mental Lord. protection? Oh, did I go there? That spiritual protection. Where you're at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Those areas are equally as important. Yeah, they are. They are. And, Mm -hmm. and, 
we're we're talking tonight about the challenges in the African American community, and there are so many challenges. And we're just focusing right this second on the black family. What are these challenges within that black family? You know, how how do we get past them? You know, one thing you said, sister, that I could not agree more with you, but I'm finding it's a problem, and that's the education piece. You know, right now, and, and I know my um, my oldest son is in college, and he says he'll have four or five classes, and he'll be the only male in the class of 40. And I'm like, what? You know, and, he, and he's like, it's so uncomfortable. He said, because they'll ask a question, and they'll all look at him like, uh, what's the answer? He's like, I don't speak for, I don't speak for all men, you know, and I'm like, well, honestly, in that situation, you kind of do. So in this education, in we're just talking about him, 2020, college scene right now, he's outnumbered almost 35 to 1. So chances are, and he hasn't graduated yet. He hasn't graduated yet. We're hoping, we're praying, we're trying to push. But already 35 to 1. So how in the world are the men going to be able to compete with the women? And how do women, because, you know, both you and I are, are educated, highly educated, but when it comes to relationship, I'm not necessarily looking for a tit for tack on that. And But that's hard to express. That's hard to prove, I guess, because um, – it's been an issue before. And I'm like, how, if I'm not making an issue, how is it still an issue? So when it comes to, you know, this this black family and trying to create, you know, all of this positivity for the family, you know, that's one of the things that can be a hindrance sometimes. And I just, I don't understand that. Just as you stated, the issue may not be with us. It could be with the brothers. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it's something yeah. that we just have to have a real conversation about. Myself, yeah. personally, I, yeah. I'd rather you come with some other stuff. That's why it's called balance. <laughs> it's called balance for a reason. <laughs> so, okay, so this isn't your thing right here. Guess what, brother? That's fine. If you can run up with your jibber-jabbers in the front better than me, that's fine because I love being behind the scenes. That's me. Mm-hmm. I can do that because there's balance if we're working right. together. The issue right. comes when we're right. not working together. <laughs> yeah. The issue comes in there's a perceived competition oh. that's not really there. Oh, yeah, I went there. Yeah. Perceived competition. Yeah. I'm putting that under my kings versus queens because I got a whole yeah. spreadsheet going on here. This is just how I think, family. And so <laughs> when we're going through all these challenges, you know, I'm like, okay, what are what's causing the challenge? You know, if this black family is the cornerstone, and if this is the thing that's going to push us through to the other side, what are the challenges? So, okay, that perceived competition. Lord knows we can't really compete, okay, family? You, you can't do it. You know, so we can let this part go. You know, I don't understand what this is. And I've seen it. I've seen the men do it. I've seen the women do it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. If we're doing the power couple thing, 
then what what are we competing what are we competing with? What are we competing for? You know. Um mm-hmm. I don't That's like the fight because the everybody <laughs> That's if you're doing the power couple thing together and not just the yeah. power. Okay. Some people I get it that swollen head because okay, <laughs> a little sister, she made me laugh so much. She was like, Yeah, that's a part of my husband's fan club. And I fell out because it was fun. <laughs> I ain't worried about because guess what? I'm the one that do A, B, C, and D. So whatever. She was really in that good space. But it Amen. wasn't until his head <laughs> just got so swollen yeah. by the fan right. club that he forgot oh, wow. where the foundation was. And that's okay. where their destruction, that's where the destruction happened there. But as far as long as they were working together, it was like, okay, that's just a fan club. I'm not worried about that. I'm coming home every night. I'm doing what I got to do. Boom, 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 boom. It was good. Mm-hmm. But the moment mm-hmm. that head got swollen and you forgot who washed them dirty drawers, <laughs> that's when it became a problem. Yeah, sometimes you got to remind people. I like a lot of people, but I ain't washed everybody's drawers. <laughs> so if you're special enough to get that slot, brother, where I will wash your drawers, you you better cherish it with everything in your body because it's an honor to be there. Honestly, I didn't kept family together. Why? Brother, don't come over here and mess up what you got Look, with that sister. Why? I'm not washing your drawers. Period. You're nasty. It's, it's I'm so not wonderful. It's a mission of mine. It's a mission. Every time I see it, I'm like, what can I do to hold this together right here? Even if that means taking my own little hand off of it. You know, what can I do to hold this together? Because this is part of the cornerstone. This is the cornerstone. This right here. Well, sister, we got something I want to join in the conversation. And I want to love to welcome everyone, anyone to be able to join in the conversation. It's the People Black Panther Party Radio and you know this is Big Mama's house. We do things a little differently. We deal in, we dig in these social challenges. We're digging in um, some things that you know people might consider private. We're not airing no dirty laundry, but we're trying to show you how some laundry tips. Okay, we're trying to show you how to but handle something. What's up on your toes? We're a good yeah, cruncher. Yeah. This is the good cop, bad cop. <laughs> so all you have to do is press one, and that lets us know that you would love to join the conversation. So hold on for just one moment. Okay, here we go. Greetings, welcome to the show. Greetings, greetings. You know, I got. I don't know. Have Here's you had a brother on before me? No, no. We would love to hear oh. from a male perspective about this black family. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Interesting. Very interesting conversation. I think one of the one of the, one of the things for me is some we've been addressing on the show, we've been touching around is mental health, and I don't think we realistically mm-hmm. take in the trauma that we as a people have suffered collectively and individually. I know that the black male should know realistically that the black woman isn't his enemy, but when shadows become your enemy, when you suffer from paranoia and trauma. Everything is mm. suspect. That's one of the first things mm. I think we really have to look out. We're dealing with mental illnesses. Um, secondly, mm-hmm. I, I hear what we're saying about the power couple, but that hasn't been defined in uh, the black family in modern time. 
historically and traditionally, we saw the, the power couple. We know Big Mama held it down behind the scenes. The father was mm-hmm. out there or the man was out there. But a lot of his manhood was attached to his economic resources and his ability to provide. You see, we're living in a time now where we're still in a male, socially, culturally dominated society, but where the black man is intentionally being emasculated, being, you know, uh, just everything that can possibly be done to take away anything that he would hold as prideful or as something that he has accomplished or achieved as a black man is stripped away from him. So he's, you know, so it is a, 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 some internal issues going on. And I know the sisters have their things they're going through. I think that that's where mm-hmm. one of the things um, that we conflict. Secondly, and not to be long with it, the mm-hmm. dynamics are changing. The dynamics are changing, and what happens is women still sometimes, I feel, in my opinion, hold men to some traditional things. Like, for instance, you know, Seven, um, you're, like, very prominent in my life, especially as a spiritual head. So if, say, if I'm with a woman or something, if she sees the a level of submission or the level of respect I have or how I really come to you, it can be taken differently because I'm her man. She sees me in a whole different light. Now, she sees me in this way with you, and it can be misperceived. So I think that we have to understand women are taking positions of power, and men are approaching women differently. It isn't all of that bravado and extra macho stuff. It's really like on a respectful level, and I think our women are used to that. And uh, lastly, to touch on like what I did, Sister Makita said, I'm someone who goes through that. I have a fan base. I'm going to keep it 21. I hope I'm not offending any of my fans that don't know their fans, <laughs> but <laughs> I have a I have a fan base. Um, I think that that's very real in this age of social media, in this thing of, well, if, you know, images and voices and everything is out there. That's going to happen, and that's something that really has to be discussed. What is a fan? What is too far? How, you know, what are the limits that me as a man or a woman? Because women now have fan bases. One of the things in my conclusion is, and I do feel, and this may stare the hornet's nest, there's a double standard. Women feel they can control themselves better than men. So while they can have <laughs> fan bases, yeah, while women can have fan bases, you know what I'm saying, because I was in a relationship with a very powerful, outstanding woman who had an extraordinary fan base and consisting of men and women who adore her. But when a man gets a fan base, or something like that, there's an issue. I believe that women think that they can handle things differently and they can control it better. I appreciate the opportunity. Don't come back and then shut my mic off and don't let me have a rebuttal either, Seth. No, no. In fact, I'm going to leave your mic open. I'm going to leave your mic open. You're welcome to join in as you wish. How about that, okay? Okay. One thing I do. Say it again. May I? May I, please? Yes, yes. Yeah. Loving life, King Man. How are you? Is he I'm well. I'm well. Yeah, I'm on you. I'm I'm good. I'm good on you. You operate in bundles, so you came with a few different things. Um, if you're yeah. dealing with a queen, the queen should understand that if someone is in your life for spiritual purposes, and y'all are rocking together, then that person, that spiritual head is over both of you if y'all are functioning together as one. That's if you're mm-hmm. truly striving as one, not, mm-hmm. you know, getting all the milk for free. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if you're building that foundation and you're striving for one, 
that spirituality, that spiritual head is covering everyone because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you want the family unit to be strong and that that's part of the foundation and that's part of the foundation. And um, right. when it comes to fan clubs, I don't know. I don't have a fan club. I'm just Makita. It is what it is, right? At least I don't think I do. Let me say it like that. Let me say it like that. I don't think I do. And I'm fine with that. However, if one was to develop and I'm with this king man, then guess what? That's something we have to discuss openly and honestly. What is appropriate time for phone calls? What are appropriate Mm -hmm. times to handle this or handle that? When should you pass a crisis forward because this person has crossed the line of band members to stalk them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's interfering mm-hmm. with what we're building. At what right. point do you have those type of discussions? And if you know you you coming in with a fan base, and guess what? Boo, we didn't talk about this at the very beginning. Why? Because yeah. this is what it is. And, and since I choose to build with you, I need to make sure we have a clear understanding so we know how to handle certain situations so that mm-hmm. you're not disrespected and I'm not being disrespectful to put to those people that look up to me. So that's right. where that open right. effective communication comes into play. Because sometimes people just mm-hmm. talk because they're not nothing to say, and they just love hearing their jibber-jabbers go and go and go and go. But we have to learn as a people to be effective in our communication. Mm-hmm. And that's part of one, yep. one of the challenges that we have as a community um, in the family unit, having mm-hmm. poor communication. You know, or I'm upset with you for this 30 minutes, and in this 30 minutes, I'm going to go and deal with a fan. Sit down somewhere. Yeah. You and her and him and all, all of y'all sit down. Because you and yeah. I need to resolve this because this is a part of our foundation. Yeah. So if the power Literally. couple is not being defined in modern terms, then we need those people that right. are perceived leaders to man up, woman up, and do what you got to do and give it the proper title. Show yes. the people. Practice what you preach. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all I got to say for right now. And, and then also, Ooh. okay, so that's wonderful. One thing I wanted to touch on is uh, the mental health component. And, you know, you're speaking with two uh, professional counselors that this is what we do. You know, there is <laughs> – Within our community, there are so many um, mental health challenges that are running rampant and unchecked, undiagnosed, unmanaged. Um, We have not learned proper coping skills. Um, This is a true, true dilemma in our family, and it's, it's a lot more common than we give energy to, you know, and so, absolutely, when we're talking about the black family, and we're not family, men, women, and children, we have to take into account that mental health, not just the, um, not just the mother and the fathers, but also the children's health. If the children are not healthy, that's going to impact. Exactly. So, absolutely, mental health plays a huge role in why we still have problems in our community. You know, we have people, you know, not wanting to, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to expose I have this problem. And not just mental health, we can also go into physical health, okay? You know, um, there we don't want to talk about 
you know, look, you have to take care of your body. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh. you're not taking care you of your You know, <laughs> you're not getting to the gym, you know what I'm saying? Sis, I know you're busy, you're working, you're trying to do a thousand one things, but uh, one of them things need to be the gym, you know. Um, so we're not taking care and making our mental health a, pri- a priority. We're not making our physical health a priority. And those things do 100% impact the black family. Um we're not eating right, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're not we're not ingesting um, food-wise and also, uh, it takes Chief War to tell you, we're not doing enough to um, bring in positivity to our life and to our surroundings and in our families, we, but we got plenty of negativity, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, I mean, how many black families are praying together, you know what I'm saying? And and this is something positive. How many of our black families are listening to positive, progressive, revolutionary programming like this one together? You may have a, a man, husband here. You may have a wife, woman there. But we're not doing these things together. And because we're not doing it together, you know, we'll break it down to you mathematically. You know, so we have so many hours that we awake each day and you're only putting in, let's say, 30 minutes of positivity, and the rest is bombarded with retarded rap music, um, just negativity from the neighbors, negativity from the news. And if all you're doing is spending 30 minutes being positive a day and you're doing it without your spouse, we're hustling backwards. Mm-hmm. We are hustling backwards. Mathematically, this is not making sense. So when you start to think about those types of of challenges in the family and how we're not building. See, when you're building, you're doing this program with your wife. You're with your husband. When you're you're when you're doing um, when we're building, you're gonna sit down and take all these little notes, the same notes I'm taking here, and um, <clears throat> these same notes that I'm taking here. You're gonna sit down and be like, um, husband, what what do we think about this? You know, this is my thoughts. What are your well, thoughts? You know, absolutely. As you know, if I can jump in, like you said, that's that's when you're building. I really like you saying that that mental health piece, because we really have to. The first thing we have to do is be realistic, you know, and I love this program. But I'm going to be very real. You know, I I hear a lot of programs, not particularly this one. And we have some very great idealistically. They sound great. Realistically, in our lives, are we really like I like what Sister Makita said, practicing what we preach. Are we really trying to apply these things? Because we would understand how difficult it is and, and how real what we're dealing. When we go into brothers and sisters out there listening, when you go into a relationship, are you going in to build or are you going in to be a social worker? Are you going in to be a counselor? Are you going in to help this brother, mm. to aid and assist this brother? And sometimes a brother doesn't want that. Sometimes it can come off patronizing. Sometimes it can come off like a mother. Or it can reinforce and reiterate to him that there is a problem. There is some insufficiencies and insecurities. Sisters, in this Uh economic time where you may be dealing with brothers that have less than you, is that brought up? You know, I heard what Makita said, and I hear what she's saying. The energy from it, though, as a man, I probably would have a problem with, like, brother, I do this, I do that. You better, you better, you better. No, no. I'm one of those people, anybody know me, I know you may be telling me the right thing to do. The fact that you said what I better do. So we're dealing with these these issues here. And when you're dealing with our men and brothers, don't get upset with me. We got to keep it real. Some of us are dealing with insecurity <laughs> issues. 
some of us are dealing with issues that we're still trying to defy manhood. Our fathers weren't around. No positive role models were around. We watch television. All we allowing women to tell us how a real man should be, which uh, stop that. Brothers listening to that, listen to her to say how she would like a gentleman to treat her. But don't allow her definition to be what you define manhood as. It's a very big thing. So we're going through, you know, a lot of us coming out of our mama's house, going to our old ladies' houses, and having had um, the, the, the time to uh, transcend or make that transition. Your son, I love Solomon. I love watching him go through life and watching the experiments of uh, just life, working, dating, the ups and downs of it all. Because I see him going through a life transition and being able to defy to him what manhood is. So I said all of that to say this. I think that um, the first thing, the biggest block, uh, not the biggest one, another big block in our black family is knowing our position. Are we going in it to partnership or are we going in it uh, to, you know, make ourselves feel better by, I don't know how to say this without coming all funny, um, you know, being a being a savior to someone else. I think that this mm-hmm. is important because mm-hmm. men sense that and feel that. And I, I don't know about sisters, but I'd love to hear from a sister's perspective. Okay, you talking I about Captain Save Hope? Yeah, we're talking about Captain Save Hope. Yeah, we're talking about Captain Save Hope. Yeah, we're talking about Captain Save Hope. Okay, so I call that one. I call that one bridging the gap. You know what I'm saying? What what I just heard you say, Chairman. It's kind of bridging the gap from old school to new school. You know, some of us do have older ideas. You know, so much has changed in 25 years since we were looking at our parents, you know. So much has changed in that time to where we do need to do a little bit more to bridge the gap. You know, where what we saw growing up and what we're seeing now is way, way different. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to go and stop and say, okay, what's different about this? You know, what what are the new challenges? What is this? What is that? You know, back in the day we didn't have cell phones. And, and we had one phone and it was in the kitchen. And so there wasn't no sneaking, hooking up. We didn't have social media where, where people got pictures of everything floating around. and We didn't have all that. You know what I'm saying? And so Things were done differently. The access wasn't all over the place. Um, we weren't in homes where, you know, a lot of times we weren't in homes where moms worked full time and dad worked full time. Um, and, and so there are so many changes that we have to address in this new idea of bridging the gap, you know. Um, Captain Savaho is a uh, male and female, which I'm learning. That's a new thing I learned because um, <laughs> for a long time I only saw men do this. Then, you know, a woman cry, help, help, and then a man comes in, puts on his cape. I'm like, wait a minute, where are you flying to? Well, why don't we fly together, seeing how, you know, this is a woman, we can be, you know, we can make sure everything's going to up and up and everything else like that. Before you put that cape on, bro, you know, um, let me get my tennis shoes and, and we're going to handle this together. And, um, and so, so much now, because of technology, hate to be like that, because of social media, because of those things that create, unfortunately, um, opportunities where there weren't before. And so now, um, things are different. We do need to work on our communication. Okay, I'm sorry. 
Sister Keith, I know you wanted to say something. <laughs> you kind of hit all the points. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I, I'm not the type of sister to scare brother off because I meet you where you are. You know, now if you're lying, that's a whole different story. <laughs> it's got to get handled. But I meet you where you are. And then a lot of sisters that are just like me, we meet you where you are. We just need to know that you got some type of plan, and if you don't have a plan, can we develop one together? That's where the effective mm-hmm. communication comes into play. Let me find out what your interests are. Now, I know these are your interests. Mm-hmm. One of your challenges, you were incarcerated. Okay, that's cool. Let's figure out this. Let's figure out that, and let's find a way for you to make money at something you're interested in. Mm-hmm. And you can buy yourself mm-hmm. on Tuesday and hire yourself back on Wednesday if you want to. But we should be doing it together as a yeah. unit. I think, and we're not but I think like that. We're not, not enough and, of and us. And I think something, not something that you have said, something the chairman has said, and the word perceive keeps coming in. Because what you just said, I swear I've had that conversation. I'd be like, look, we will get some Afro picks, some oil sheen, and we will do this thing, okay? And okay. It comes off though. It doesn't come off like what I'm saying. I'm saying like, shoot, I got business cards and flyers. What you talking about? It doesn't come off like that. It it comes off. It comes off um, condescending at times. It comes off um, almost like charity, and and they're not. They don't want no charity. You know what I'm saying? Um, it 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 doesn't always translate. And I think some some of that is just the differences in the genders, you know what I'm saying? Um, because I have had the conversation and then I didn't understand the look that I got afterwards. I'm like, what? What? I thought we were working. I thought we were building, you know. It doesn't come off like that. And, and I think, you know, when they talk about, I think women are from Mars, men are from Venus, or, or turn it around either way, we're not from the same place. We do things differently. We operate differently. So where I, a woman, have yep. said that, you, a woman, have said that, I don't think it translates, though. I think that was mm-hmm. a good good analogy where you said we just operate differently. I don't know if anyone has ever been to a preschool. You ever been, Has anyone ever been to a preschool and seen the children play, the little boys and the little girls play? You know, you, you yes. look at the little girls play. <laughs> they're, they're over there playing tea party would you like some more tea? Yes, thank you. No, thank you. And then go look at little Billy. He's over there with a truck. It's The development is way different. And what happens is, I'm going to give you sisters credit on intellectual genius. It's, but, and, man, this is a crazy conversation we're having. Wow. But, and I hate to, I don't want to say trickery, but sometimes brothers need to be feel like we came up with that plan. Like you say, you I, I love Makita's attitude. Hey, what's the plan, bro? There's a lot of men really don't know. They have an inkling of what direction they're trying to go in and what sisters do, which they have done from time immemorable, us coming over here, because women have saved us. Women have gotten us and women have talked to us, and, and they've done it in a crazy way. Women have said we ain't shit and we ain't this, so master will leave us alone. Women have talked to us crazy, so master without shit, ain't no count. Not, you know, and it was all out of a, a sense of protecting us. 
our women still will plan for us. You know, well, what's the plan, brother? I don't know. You know, I've been thinking. And like Seven said, you know, you can say, you know, I've been thinking to do this. And you wake up in the morning, there's business cards. There's flyers. Okay. And you're like, oh. <laughs> there's an email account. You're like, wait a minute. I just said I was thinking. Sometimes our sisters have to suffer through our dum, 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 us with the Tonka truck. And really support somebody. If you believe in this brother, I know. And brothers, listen, it's the same with sisters. Sometimes you see a lot of potential. And you, see, and you will come up with a plan for her. And you will walk her through the plan. And sisters, you will walk the brother through it, and you'll show him how. And you got the PowerPoints, and all of it makes sense. But you have just, <laughs> in somewhere in his mind, sometimes, our brothers, chumped him off. You have taken his dream and his inclination, and you have spelled it out for him. And not only have you spelled it out with the PowerPoints, you have actually done some of the work. Where is he going to fit in in that? Where is his, how does he compete with that? You know, it from there it That's hasn't become problem, a y'all right? thing. It's, it's become your thing, and he's like, and you're like, but it's us, and it's not bad what the sisters do. It's us as brothers. This is this mental illness. I'm talking about. I'm still working through things like that. I have dynamic people in my life, and if they, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, wait a minute, hold on. So it's a, it's a, a men are in competition with themselves. We're in a white male dominated society that in our real world is ran by black women. And so we're dealing with this oxymoron. Okay. Brothers. Okay, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. <laughs> I, I, we need a moment of silence for that. It's a white <laughs> male-dominated society that's ran by black women. Makes yeah. sense, but okay. I, I can't. I, it makes, All right. You know, I see it. I I swear I see it. Perception? I swear I see it. And it makes me, because I'm like, well, how can I trust you then? See, see now I'm, under, I'm beginning to understand where the lack of trust is coming in. Because if you understand those words right there, it's a white male-dominated society that's run by black women. If you understand those words, how can there be trust? Now I know where the competition comes in at. Now I know where the verses comes in at. You know, now I know why and how we're so out of date. You know, like I hate that paneling on the walls in some houses. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I got to take that paneling down. So, you know, now I see how out of date we are because how are you supposed to get ahead when it's dominated by one and ran by the other and you don't see yourself in it. And I need to know the answer to this question because I have, I have sons, you know, I I need to be able to go. And a lot of times after these shows, I go and I'm like, Hey, look, let's powwow. Let's think about this and everything else like that. So, um, you know, that that's a real dilemma. All right, now go ahead, Sister McKean. I just had to give that a moment. That was that was real. Brothers. <laughs> I don't know how many ways to tell you that we love you. I don't know how many ways to show you that we love you. We fight a lot of battles behind the scenes that you will never know because we get into doors and situations that, unfortunately, right now you're not privy to. But not one time in that situation did we turn around and say, I don't need the brothers. 
We don't need the bull crap. Yeah. We're not saying that we don't need the brother. That doesn't mean that we won't work with the brother. We just don't need the foolishness. And if you realize that there's a problem, then you need to communicate that problem with your significant mm-hmm. so y'all can build something together. Now, if you're dealing mm-hmm. with these powerhouses, and they come with that all your energy, and they come in, and they whoop, 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 do that beforehand. They didn't just start yesterday. They didn't just start the moment you said this. That energy was always there. Now, mm. to meet you where you are, but I'm going to still need some movement. Baby steps are still movement, but I need some movement. Something. Mm. Mm-hmm. Moving and say, well, this is something I'm interested in. This is what I'm focusing on. Okay, you let me know where where I can get in to fit in on that. If not, I'm gonna be over here supporting you. You, you know, mm-hmm. I love to cook. Nah, you know, I run down the street. I, I run down the street <laughs> on you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm gonna run down the do, street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but if I could do that part while you're working on this, that's fine for me. As long as you're doing mm-hmm. something. And not just running off with but, your jibber-jabbers. Because if every time I turn around, it's just jibbity dibbity 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 and there's nothing, there's, you're not productive mm-hmm. at all. Oh, mm-hmm. I will say. I will. Because we have you to know, have this effective education. If I'm a part of your team, that's where the teamwork mm-hmm. comes. You know, I'm I'm having a problem with the team that I have. This This chick here, okay, she is driving me bananas. And um, there's there's not enough communication. It's not effective communication. And she will say to me, why didn't you just ask me? And I'm like, ask you what? I don't even know the question. So what in the world are you talking about? Why didn't I just ask you, you know? And I, so when we're talking about, see, women have more, unfortunately, women have more examples of, womanhood because of this incarceration because of this high uh death toll within our black men there a lot of black men did not grow up with the benefit of their father and at least not as much of it as their mother you know even with mine they they've had good strong role models but mom was 24/7 you know not every you know now and again so that makes a big difference as far as what they have seen and what they've been exposed to, you know. So Solomon could get married tomorrow, and his wife will be like, well, if you didn't know, why didn't you just ask me? And he'll be like, didn't know what? <laughs> I know some basics, like the trash has to go out, like I got to take care of the yard, but know what? Well, you didn't balance the checkbook. Well, I didn't know I had to do that, you know. I didn't know that was part of my jobs and my duties. We haven't defined family. We haven't defined what are men roles and what are women roles. And then what is this man's role and what is that woman's role, you know. And because that is still being updated to this very moment, I mean, by the hour it's still being updated, they don't know. And there's and uh, we're still sitting back like, uh, yeah, you have to bounce the checkbook, you know. And so half of Solomon is going to say, well, if you know how to do it and you know you're supposed to do it, why don't you do it? And the other half of him is going to go and fumble it, fumble it, totally bounce everything out, you know, 
um, and totally do it wrong and then get upset and frustrated and feel slighted and, you know, not know how to present to his wife. I don't really know how to balance a checkbook. Um, and, and so we have all these other dynamics that are creating dynamics. So, so then that's I when definitely you need to, that's that's when they need to go to the elders. Go to the elders. Go to the married this couple. Is where we need, this is where we need our support. One hundred. But there's not a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> there's not there's not a lot how about this? There's not a lot of marriages, period. This you know, I think African Americans are are last when it comes to um if they're getting married. And then once you find a man that has been married, if you find a man really over twenty five, chances are he's had some difficulties in a relationship and he's gun shy. So they're not jumping up and Jumping up and down and say, "Hey, I need to go back into that gunfight." You know, they're like, uh, "No, you know, I, I'm not protected in Man, there. They got guns in there." You know, <laughs> you you ask these brothers now, especially like we're talking about Solomon, and a lot of people don't know we're, we're talking, talking about brothers, yes. what, six three. How how tall is Solomon? He's six three. Yeah, six three, beautiful mountain of chocolate. You understand me? And he goes to a brother. And a married brother and ask him how you get. They're gonna ask him a why. Wait a minute, what you you what you know? The 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 the, the times a lot of people brothers y'all gonna get mad at me. You know, come on my show and tell me about it. I know you're upset. A lot of brothers are marrying now for economic stability. I'm gonna keep it 21. That means all the way adult. The reasons our social we don't really address the changing. Social cultural times. I think that we really create these worlds that we would like to be in, and how ideal, ideally they should be. But when we're having this conversation, I'm like thinking about people I know, you know, in my spiritual community, some of my spiritual brothers and sisters, and just in my general community. I'm thinking about people I know, and I'm trying to ask those questions um, that they would have, and the concerns they would have, and a lot of them, a lot of the brothers that I do know that are in relationships like that are for some type of academic, more partnerships. They're more business-related. A lot of the young men, yep. excuse me, that I know that can afford, that have the cars in the single apartment living the bachelor life at the woman-male ratio of six or seven to one aren't really trying to get married, especially when that is no longer, when it's no longer a stigma attached to not being married in our community. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. not what it used to be. You know, women can have no. children and not be married. You don't have to be. You can, what, what our elders used to call shacking up. You know, that ain't even a word no more. Yeah, as young people, what shacking up is, they don't know what that is. So I, I yeah. think really just looking at how our social culture has changed. And so the issues that we're facing, uh, the solutions to them are going to have to be contemporary. Yes. And, and to us older people, they may not always be the most moral and ethical solutions that we would like to see until we can begin to have not just our young people, our whole society look back towards a golden era for us as far as family is concerned. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so did you, you know, think that some people are homosexuals? they just looking for a place what? to stay? They're homosexuals yeah. just looking for a place to stay, so that's the only reason why they're homosexuals? Hobosexuals? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought war was tough on calling a spade a spade. Ho, 
But you know that's going on my post. You do know homosexuals. I haven't heard that one. You know they quite possibly may be. Yeah, yeah. You know, and really getting with someone as um for partnership purposes is not the worst thing in the world if the end goal is the same and you're building together. I can't. I can do a shack up thing. I need a partner because there are certain things that I'm into that requires Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people. Hmm? Yeah, even between a partner and a roommate. I don't need a roommate. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have a roommate. They see each other passing mm-hmm. in, a, in a kitchen, you know. Um, a, a partner is someone, like you said, there's still an understanding that we're working together. You know, there's still an understanding that we're building together. And so exactly. even as we're going through this power couple we don't have to accept and assume this Bill Cosby understanding of power couple. You know, power couple mm-hmm. can be anything that two people are going to agree on and, and use as a point of power, you know. So it doesn't have to be um, this traditional understanding of um, man, woman working, you know, doing this, doing that, sharing bank accounts and stuff like that. It doesn't have to be that. But it does have to be understood between the two, and there should be a level of come up in it. You know what I'm saying? What what you getting mm-hmm. out of this? What how is this assisting um, each person? So um, as we're updating these ideas, um, the whole idea of power and even the coupling, the idea of what a couple is may change and may adjust. So you know, yeah. but we have to. This is why we're having this conversation because we have to really begin to think about how all of these things are impacting our cornerstones because without it, without taking a really good look at it, we're missing some key components, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I hope everyone, you know, that's listening, it takes it upon themselves. Do your own inventory too, you know, a lot of times, People walk around thinking that they are, you know, 100, and they sitting at a 77, you know. And so it's important that we do our own inventory so that we see what are our strengths and what are our weaknesses. Because if you if you have a mental health weakness, you may not need to get with someone else with a mental health weakness, you know what I'm saying, and so, you know, I think when we start looking at at your own strengths and weaknesses, we begin to see what we should be looking at and what we should be striving for. Yeah, absolutely. Look, and you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. You're not to be honest with anyone else, but just be honest with yourself that this is the area Amen. that I need to And if you need healing in that area, it's okay to take a few minutes, a few months, a year to heal. So that you can yes. move forward without transferring that energy from that previous situation into a new situation. Because right. somebody can come uh, and say, oh, no, I had a flashback. And, and then you go off with this person. Like, I really had an allergy. I don't have COVID. I have an allergy. Right. <laughs> you know, but you have, you have, no, I'm done. You know. Come on. <laughs> you, know. So you really have to be honest with yourself as far as where you are. And what you're ready mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. yeah. 
I this I want to say this too, and I and I have to go. I really enjoyed the the program, first of all. but I want to say awesome. this, yeah. Regardless of what the issues are, regardless of how difficult it must it, it it's going to be, we must figure out a way to reinstitute black family. It is imperative. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with the party that it is the cornerstone for what we're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So these conversations are great. They're, they're much needed, but marriage, black family, um, us working together, it must be reinstituted. Listen, keep up the good work. Keep hitting these hard questions, man. Brothers, if you out there, man, chime in. Say your piece. These are pretty, pretty <laughs> modern systems. They're not taking taking heads. You know, get in there. This is the only way we're going to really be able to um, get this conversation going and really get some honest answers, man. We're dealing with some real issues. Yeah. But there again, I can't, I can't reiterate enough the importance of black family, and I need to get it together. Thanks for allowing me to come on for a few minutes. Sister Makita, Sister Seven, man, you guys are doing great, um, and I appreciate the, few, the, the time. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you were saying honesty. And and I'm I'm glad, you know, it's yep. <laughs> Big Mama's house, you know, we we get rough, okay? I'm so glad that, that the chairman was able to be look, it's necessary. It's necessary. And and look, and we ain't scared, okay? <laughs> it's necessary and we ain't scared of you big mamas. So y'all y'all are fine. But um it's so important that we do spend the time. And I, I, you, I couldn't ask for a better co-host. Okay. I really, really couldn't because I have so much respect for your understanding of family. And I think sometimes we have to go through and define not just what the couples are, not what power is, but also what is family? You know what I'm saying? What is family to us? Uh And there are so many different roles and the extended family is equally as important. You mentioned earlier when we were talking about the mental wellness component and how these children are affected. So if there's a situation where mom is out of order or mom is just having a rough time, that's when them aunties come in and them auntie mamas, them uncle daddies, them great uncles, them great great, they come into place to still provide that child with that nurturing, you know, environment that they need that listening is right. that they need. Well, let me teach you how to do some of these traits. That you, how old are you? Don't know how to change a tire. Let me show you this. Let me show you that. Right. Those other people come into place to fill that void while that mom is yes. healing, while dad is healing. We come together as a family unit. And family is not always blood. I mean, I, my own situation that was recent, when I say the sisters came through, and I'm sitting here like, I, I don't keep a lot of company in my house, but that day and that time, I needed that because I'm always the one to support team. You need me? I got you. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> you need what? I'm nearly coming. This time, I had to humble myself and receive it, and it was a beautiful experience. So sometimes just mm-hmm. learn how to humble yourself and just be quiet. Let somebody cook for you, and that's a big deal. I'm like, I'm not always cooking. What you need? You going to cook for me? All right, I'm going to sit back and enjoy it. So, you know, learning how to just do those little things, and that's being honest with yourself. I had to really be honest with myself and say, okay, in this particular situation, I need support. And it's okay. Because I'm surrounded by some very wonderful people, and we know how to pour into each other, invest in each other. 
not just pull from the pot. I be telling people all the time, if every time you go to that, there's a pot on that stove and you keep dipping and dipping and you never put any potatoes in it, any carrots and stuff, you never put anything in it, eventually it's going to go dry. You yeah, have to add to it so that the next person can come and feed out of it. And when we start to look right. at it from that perspective, we can understand just how important we are to our family unit, to our circle, like, okay, this person needs me just as much as I need them, even if it's just in a small capacity or in this huge capacity. And for that, you know, you learn to be that gratitude. You learn That's to right. be grateful. And you learn how to communicate that. <laughs> just a little gratitude and the attitude can make a difference in relationships, <laughs> in that family structure, being to a child for doing something that's out of the norm, but because that child had to grow up quick because this person is over here trying to heal, I can't get mad at you for growing up quickly when that is needed and you learn how to fill that void. So I have to find other ways to show my gratitude for you as a child stepping up just a little bit, still a kid, but stepping up just a little bit. So that's when the other parts of the family have to come and play and be like, okay, I saw you over there doing this. I saw you look out for your little brother or your little sister, and I'm going to come and get you just by yourself, and we're going to go do this just for you. You know, so that's when the extended family can come into play and still be a very integral part of that child's development. So, so that's my thing. You know, I tell everybody, <laughs> I'm writing. I'm writing because I'm, I'm writing because I'm learning. And I'm writing because this helps me to go back and say, okay, this point, this point, this point. So when we talk about this black family, I heard you say, talk about extended family, right? We got all our aunties, our uncles, grandmas. You have to understand, in our community, sometimes these people become your mama. They become your daddy, okay? But I also want to talk about the blended family. We have to start blending each other. You know, we we gotta start blending the fans. We can't be sitting back. You know, this sister don't like this sister. That brother don't like that brother. Whatever, for the sake of family, for the sake of the children, there should be an intentional effort to blend the children. You know, I, I grew up in a community, and every baba I, I I felt was my baba. I could go and be like, hey, you know. Can I have a soda? And they're like, okay, do you know your black history facts? And I'm like, oh, yes, I do. And, okay, a black history fact could get you a piece of candy, a soda, you know, some extra time on a TV, whatever. And so I always, there was always a lot of support for us children. They corralled the children together, and whoever had a strength with the children, go ahead, knock yourself out, you know. So we had music teachers, dance teachers. We had all kinds of stuff. But we have to get back into allowing the children to benefit from all of us, especially Mm -hmm. in that blended capacity. I don't know how in the world. I've seen women do this. She don't want to date. She don't have nothing to do with his children, but she wants him to come and father her children. And I'm like, uh, that's not right. You know, that's not equal. That's not fair. But that's it's wrong. her reality. But that's wrong. Look, like two left shoes. 
I've, I've, you know, I've seen it, it I've heard it. And I'm like, you're not going to get blessed on that one. I'm sorry. But, you know, we have got to get to the point where we're insisting on that. Like, like I don't know if you said or the chairman said it, what questions are you asking up front? You know, what mm-hmm. things are you putting in place up front, you know, on on when you're doing your initial interviews? Are you even aware if this person has children? Are you even aware of these situations? I think, you know, part of um, this black family is that we have not been intentionally working on this. We've been just, oh, by the way, I think you cute, you think I'm cute, okay, let's work on this. I don't think enough people are looking deeper past the eyes, look past what your eyes are telling you, and, and look deeper. You know, does this, is this person qualified to be around your children? You know what I'm saying? Do you feel comfortable having this person lead? Because there may be places and spaces where they do have to leave, you know. And if you're not comfortable with that, how are we going to get anywhere? And, and really, it's not necessarily something you're going to know right within the first five seconds. That's going to take you right. You take the time to know that person. You have those conversations and have real conversations, not just, oh, well, my favorite R&B song is such a, whatever, <laughs> next. <laughs> my favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll play that song right after this show. <laughs> you know, but yeah. you have to have more in-depth conversations with each other. Yeah. Because it's a serious yeah. business. These are serious topics that we're talking about. Another issue that, yeah. a challenge that we have is just, People, they fail to understand the connection between their physical and their mental wellness. So once you learn how to align your physical and your mental wellness, a lot of those mental wellness issues that you have, those body image issues, this and that, this depression, mm-hmm. that, 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 you'll be able to work through some of that while taking care of your health. Yeah. A lot of people, it, yeah. especially women, will put it on the back burner. And I was one. I had it on the back burner, on the back burner, on the back burner. I would do stuff, but when I stopped dancing, it was just kind of like, okay, I'm doing all this other stuff. I'll make time. I'll make time. And it was like, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I have to yeah. be intentional with that. That's why I'm in the gym in the five to six days out of the week. I have to be intentional because my life depends on it on so many levels. We Absolutely. have some very intense jobs that we deal with. We have intense things that we deal with in the community, and we have to learn how to balance those things out. If you if you got to boost up your prayer life, do it. If you have to boost up your meditation life, do it. Whatever you need to do throughout the, throughout the day so that you can have that little breather and you can come back stronger for the next segment of your life, then that's what you need to do. And unfortunately, right. we don't understand the importance of doing those things. I have Florida water that I spray between clients. Why it's not necessarily for them, it's for me. Why? I okay. need to get balanced. I need to get myself together. Give me a second. I have to say this little prayer before the next person come in because I don't need that residual energy still sitting in here for my previous person when I have to deal with mm-hmm. this person and the new issues. So we've That's learned, right. you know, in the profession, we understand the importance, and we have to share, we share that information with people all the time anyway. Now, whether or not you do, That's it's entirely up to you. When it hits the fan, 
That's why they got that special floor on the hospital because it hit the fan. <laughs> we want you to avoid the special floor at the hospital or that we will come visit hospital. you. Okay. They will come visit uh, you. I'm coming to visit. I'm just going to take care of the follow-up here. But if you okay. work with us now, you can be preventive. If you can use your resources now, family, those sister girls, those brethren, if you can work with the people that already care about you before you yeah. go to that special yeah. reason, so yeah. much more can be yeah. done. Oh, yeah, so much yeah. it's a different conversation. It's a different conversation, so, okay? I will come I visit you, but it's not the same, it's not the same visit, okay? Yeah. You got to pat you down yeah. before you get up in there. You know, it's not the same visit. It's not the same visit, okay? So, yeah. but uh, You got to remember, it's a special building. It's nothing but stabilization. So they're going to yeah. dope you up and all this other kind of stuff. Opposed to if you're aligning your physical and mental wellness if I'm changing some of my eating habits, now I don't eat meat, but that's me. If you do, that's your business. But how about eat a different cut of meat? How about yeah. add more veggies? How about add how about, a little? How about not this <laughs> You know, how about <laughs> cleanse somewhere in between there? How about you really cleanse your body? You know, instead of all that stuff just building up and you know got your breath stink, all that other kind of stuff. That's your business, though. But we're just <laughs> saying there are little things that you can do. Before you have an explosion and end up in that special place. Yes. Yeah. And then we're over here signing yeah. off on papers. Oh, okay. <laughs> are we going to get it right this time? Because every time you go back, your stay is longer. And then yeah. eventually, you know what? We're going to send you all the way over yonder because you refuse to implement any of the things that these professionals around here are telling you so you can be balanced, so your family can be good. We got to stop just hearing because we have ears. We need to listen because we want to grow, because we want to do better, because we need to do better. But I'll be be quiet for a little bit, I think. (laughs) (laughs) It's serious business. It's serious business. It's so serious. Well, when we're talking about the cor- the cornerstone of the family of the of the our community, our community is in dire straits. We got some issues, family. We everybody's not going to make it out of this, you know. Um, we have a housing epidemic. I've been talking about this housing epidemic for a month. I've been saying, look, family, what happens when they're not doing rent forgiveness no more? What happens with that? What happens when they're not letting us um they're not letting you uh bypass your mortgage. What happens when you know they they start cutting off the power and it's a hundred degrees? You know what happens in these situations when covid is no longer going to be allowed as a unfortunately as an excuse for what's going on? what happens then and and what happens is real ugly y'all. What happens is yep. real, real ugly because, you know, Big Mama House already full. You know what I'm saying? I just hate to tell you this. Big Mama House been full when they started doing the layoffs, when they started having, mm-hmm. you know, when people didn't have employment, when when people were looking for unemployment checks and stuff like that. Big Mama House is full, so so all
all these people that are about to lose their house now, about to lose their apartment now, where are they going? You know, our, the, the social system, and I have my opinions about the social system, but the social system being full. In in Macon, Georgia, the, uh, uh, what's that thing called? Section 8 housing has a two-year wait program. And so I'm working with clients, and I'm trying to help them, you know, make their way. And they're betting everything on Section 8. And I'm like, do, do you know there's a two-year wait? You're going to hold your breath for two years? You're not going to try what? to get a job or get another place? You're just waiting around for a Section 8 to call you, and they backed up two years? Are you serious? And the answer is yes. So we have some real problems, and chances are if you're you're on the program and you're listening to the program, you're not going to be impacted by all the problems. But you know someone who will, and whether you're not impacted directly, chances are there's someone that might need your help that is directly impacted. So, you know, it's like just because it's not at any of our immediate doors doesn't mean the impact is not going to hit us later. This is true. This is true. What are you going to do when that relative shows up and you know that it's a legitimate reason that they're, you know, it's not them refusing to go back to work, but there is no work for them. Are you going to let them and their children just be out there? No, you're not. Yeah. Everyone go go yeah. up in your house and all that kind of good stuff. No. Yeah. How how does black family handle? Look, I know quite a few people that are like, look, I need you to take the kids. You know, where one parent, even if the parents are separated, where the child might have traditionally been with the mother, she's like, I need you, the dad, to take the kid now because I don't have money. I don't have a way to support. You know, so I think not only. Um, is the black family idea still being updated? I think even when we start to move another three months out of the financial support that people have been getting, I think we're going to see even more challenges come in that impact the family where we may have exes living together. You may have the blends on the family may be changing. You know, mama might have to come live with you because you can't afford the nursing home bill anymore, you know? And so as all these changes are going on, we have to start and think about how much more stress we're putting on this cornerstone, you know? And this is where we have to do things to balance ourselves out. Amen. We have to. You have to find out what works for you, what gives you a peace of mind, and then actually do it. Be intentional. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be a lot of questions. I got a question. Are you trying to move in with me? Yes, I'm I'm on my way. (laughs) I'm bringing three cats. (laughs) Three cats, a kid, and a turtle. (laughs) <laughs> and if how about this? You know what a privilege it is for me to see. I'm, I'm I feel better already. I'm like, shoosh, my head is clear. 
at least I know you got a place. We can, you know, we'll be in from the rain. You know, with Bob yeah. Marley saying, you know, share my single bed, you know, I mean, look, this, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be taken care of. I got me a plan. B. Nikita, you got your plan B? I mean, what are we going to be doing? We got it. I got some sense. We can work it out. Yes. <laughs> so work it out, you know. We'll work it out. Work it out. But I promise you, every day is going to have to start and end with prayer. Why? I okay. <laughs> Look, I'm not even going to ask you to have a full queen size bed. We're going to share a single bed. We, we're going to get this in. It's going to be all good. But, um, some people need to come up with something because this situation is going to be getting worse and worse. So let, let's talk mm-hmm. about our black family and what we're going to do and how we're going to make this thing work out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. believe it. Speak, look, oh, wow. be intense. Be intense. Mm-hmm. Be intense. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what mm-hmm. I want to say, you know, I appreciated the chairman coming on, saying this, saying that, giving us some more information. One thing we didn't do is we didn't talk about valuing each other, okay? Go back to the kings versus the queens. You don't know the value of um, someone to hear, I got you. Don't worry about that. A black woman, she will go wake up from the middle of the night and cook Thanksgiving to hear that. You don't understand what it's like to hear, I got you. Don't worry about that. You know, don't worry about my job. I work a, I work on a computer all day, every day, okay? Don't let that gas your head, none. <laughs> don't let that gas your head because, trust me, I need you to be able to work a fuse box. Um, I need... I don't know how to change it. I, I have an idea how to change the tire, you know, but not. I don't have a lot of experience. I'm not trying to do it, though. Say it again. I'm not trying to do it just because I know how to. I, I'm, I'm, That's I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I will call you next from the next room. Bug, I sure will. Um, you know, it's not that I can't kill it, but I'm gonna get the gun. You know, I'm not gonna try to get close to the spider. You know. So, um, okay. yeah, even like yeah. sisters, you know. even with the, the hustlers, well, I, I'm like, brother, if you can do all this, imagine if you flip it into something legitimate. I'm not even going to tell you not to hustle. Okay. You're going to do what you're going to do. That's your business. But what I am saying, yeah. can we do something that I can work up on your taxes? In that Great. way, we can legitimize <laughs> some of these income, and then we don't have to worry about anyone busting in on you. How about that? Can, can this something okay. that we can do together? Yeah. And then together. Yeah. Don't don't. People think that they're in it alone. I walk alone. You know, God got me. Da, 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 da. Player. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. You're yeah. alone. Now what? Yeah. And don't think that we're looking for W two. Okay. Please Maybe don't God be looking for W two. Other areas. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Right. We we yeah. need more of the job done than the W twos to, to prove the, the, the pay stub. I'm I'm not worried about the money. I'm I'm worried about, you know, um our our, our talents. 
what talent are you bringing? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. absolutely. So let let let's start really valuing ourselves. It is the fact that we really do value value them at whatever level they are. Then yeah. we can build from this. Yeah. You know, if you feel you're all the way at the bottom, okay. You don't like it down there? Okay, then let's build on it. Let's build on it. If you Absolutely. have nowhere else to go but up, then let's do it. But it's the fear of success. Let's go up together. Let's build this back. That yeah. fear of success is real. That stagnation is real. Thinking that you have to have it all together, please. No, that's why yeah. there's, so, there's so many steps <laughs> to get certain things, to that's get right. certain degrees. They need you to go through all these steps in order to get all the way over here. Not because they just feel like harassing you. It's just because with each step, there's a little bit more responsibility, a little bit more responsibility. But if you're at step two, that's okay. Now let's just work on step three and keep moving forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that looks powerful, powerful show. Um, I appreciate everybody's patience with me. You you don't know how important this black family is to me. We we got to really put the emphasis back on family, redefine it, remix it. I don't care. It's got to be mm-hmm. about the family unit, and we got to together. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the program. We do this every Sunday. Um between myself, National Director of Operation, we have Chief Forest Staff, and the Chairman, Yanga and Kruma. Check us out every Sunday. Peace. Peace. Black Power. Black Power.